Shalom and good morning, everybody. Uh, as we approaching a uh, few weeks before Shoshana, you know, we always say it's months, but it's few weeks too. Uh, I would like to read the stuff reading from Shara Kamonot from the Arizal and uh, understanding the importance of Rosh Hashanah, understanding who you're praying with, uh, who's blowing the shofar, and what's truly going on in that. And I was told by my friend, student, <clears throat> why are you telling your lecture that it's good to be with you? It's a good, uh, it's a good point that, that you tell me. I mean, it's create separation, it's create uh, competition. Uh, but I, I, I cannot say be with me is the right thing. I can only say that you gotta be in a place where the Baal Tokea, the person who blows the shofar, know a bit of the kavanot, know a bit of the meditation. So whatever it is with me or with somebody else, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it matters that you will be with somebody who know how to, not to make the sound out of the shofar, to know where to send that sound out of the shofar to the right places. That's the importance of Rosh Hashanah. So, Kolel Binan Rosh Hashanah, Ineno Da'am, reading from the Arizal. So Adam and Eve were created on Rosh Hashanah. So that's what we're celebrating. We're celebrating Rosh Hashanah uh, uh, because Adam and Eve were created on that day. When is Rosh Hashanah this year going to happen? Friday night, which is Shabbat. That means the first day we're not blowing the shofar. You can only blow in the shofar on the morning if it's not Shabbat. So because Rosh Hashanah is two days, the first day is Shabbat morning going to be this year, and the next day is going to be on Sunday morning. Of course, so what happened with the shofar on Saturday? Well, Hashem is taking care of that. God is taking care of that, that the blowing will be a perfect blowing, and we don't have to worry uh, about that at all. Now, If Adam would prevent himself, uh, would prevent himself, from making love to his wife on that day, and also he removed himself from the scene of the tree of knowledge, good and bad. Then all the worlds, worlds, W-O-R-L-D-S, all the world, all the universes, uh, now what is he talking about? Meaning the way the universes are flowing, there is a certain flow. It's starting from, of course, the ends off, then Adam Kadmon, then we have Atzilut, Bria, Yitzira, Ve'asiyah. And we know in between was Akudim, Nekudim, was a, a premature state of Atzilut, until Atzilut came about. You don't have to memorize all those names. Uh, it's just uh, that's how the universes used to basically operate. So because of the Zivug of Adam Rishon, because of Adam making love to his wife, and because he's eating from the tree of knowledge a little bit earlier than he should, so we are learning something incredible from it. The entire scene was not the scene itself. It's the premature action before its time. So it's a huge revelation, at least for me, I hope it's for you as well. So when you are doing something too fast, too soon, that's actually the scene. Could be that if you wait long time, it will turn into become a good thing. For example, you know, if you're eating the orange before it's ready, before it's ripe, on the tree, it's bitter. If you wait a little bit, it will be sweet. The same stage is with human beings as well. 
human beings, sometimes you look at kids when they're five or when they're 13 or when they're 18, they look terrible, meaning terrible in the way they behave. But if you wait a little bit longer, all of a sudden they behave better. What happened? They matured, they grew, they went through life. Either they went through pain or they went through spiritual awakening. It doesn't matter what they went through, but they went through something. And the idea here, the same with Adam and Chava. What was exactly a sin, the word sin? The word sin in Hebrew called Chet. Chet, Tet, and Aleph. Chet, Lech. It's the same letter that we use in Hebrew when a person machti et amatara, when a person is missing the target. Let's say if I'm shooting a, 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 an arrow from an, a bow and it's missing the target, the target is called matara. Missing the target called machti et amatara. The same letter as I call sin or crime. So sin and crime is when you're sending the arrow, but you're missing the target. When are we missing the target? When we are doing things a little bit too early or too premature. Let's say you want to tell somebody what's wrong with them for their own sake. So what if they're not open to listen? Better not to say a word to them. Better to skip it. But we normally would like to correct them. We like to tell them what is that they need to change. A lot of time, if it's premature, it's not going to work. Yesterday, in my lecture, I share something from the book of Rabbi Gottlieb, who shared it in the name of uh, is the father of his teacher, Rav Ashlag. He studied with the son of Rav Ashlag. And he shared that Rav Ashlag said when a person is coming to work at himself, especially before Rosh Hashanah, and it's almost like a person whose face is very dirty, but he look at the mirror. And when he look at the mirror, he didn't like the way his face looking, so he starts cleaning the mirror. As he starts cleaning the mirror, still his face is dirty. So he's again washing the mirror again with soap. After two times, people start looking at him and said, why are you washing the mirror two, two times? He said, because I don't like the, 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 the way that my face is looking uh, on the mirror. And they say uh, uh, to him, you know, you, maybe you should wash your face instead of washing the mirror. And that's really the whole avodah, the whole work. Uh, before Shana, is to truly look internally. Look, what is that I need to improve? What is that I need to change? And of course, use somebody to help you. Use somebody who can guide you and help you with that. Somebody who's not going to give it to you easy. Because if you give it to you easy, you don't change anything. But also somebody who's not going to be too meticulous and hard on you. Uh, so what is it going to be? Well, it's better that somebody will be tough and hard on you so you change than somebody will just tell you, oh, you are great, you're doing well, you're doing well, you're doing well. You need to hear the criticism. But you need to make sure that this criticism is constructive criticism, meaning somebody is telling you what's wrong with you, but it's giving you darkeshuva. It's giving you also a path how to change it. So if you go to see someone, doesn't matter if you feel comfortable calling me. Of course, you can call me anytime you want. It's free of charge, and uh, I will do the best I can to help. And you tell me, Eliyahu, I'm trying to prepare for Shana. What is it I need to do? And we talk for about 20 minutes, and we find out what it is. Then I'm supposed to hold you accountable and uh, you're supposed to hold yourself responsible and slowly, slowly you're going to change. So till Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and hopefully you will have a chance to spend with us. We, we're going to be in New York City uh, and I hope if in the area you're more than welcome to come. So when you are changing like this, then the change happens. So Dari said, because they seen with the advice of the snake, and the snake approached Eve, 
ביטיל בזו המיין, היא דאמפ דין הר, או און הר, זו המה, דירט, before Adam and Eve can become one union. This is all happening in the first day of creation, that was Friday. Now you know why Friday is so important to get along with people, especially after noon. מחמת כן יצאו קין והבל, חז זבוג כאדם וחווה. For that reason, Cain and Abel came after that like Adam and Eve. מעורבים טוב ורע, and they were mixing with good and bad. So you cannot expect your children to be better than you. A lot of people have hope that why is my kids not better than me? Your kids cannot be better than you if you don't help them to be better than you. How do you help your kids to become better than you? You work on yourself, you wash your face. You don't tell them all day long what's wrong with them. That's not the way it's going to work. So when you misbehave, what is the nachash? What is the snake exactly? That snake, what does it represent? The snake represents in Kabbalah the Pchina Dalet, the Malchut of Malchut, meaning your own desire to receive for oneself alone. Your own selfish behavior you can control. So the snake is still living within us, unfortunately. We have to be careful. So every time the snake is telling you, just think about yourself today, it's all about you. You have to survive, you have to survive, you have to survive. Money or relationship or, or need of pride or need of retention. Then remember that that snake is the same snake from, from the time of Garden of Eden. Don't look for the snake on the floor or for the snake like that or whatever we think the snake was. The snake is something internal that telling us to think just about ourselves. And the moment that the person is overcome that snake within, and say, listen, don't talk to me bad about that person, please. Don't. You know, you can work before Hashanah, you can work on not getting angry, or you can work on not speaking Lashonara, don't speak evil about one another, all kind of things that you can change in a human-to-human behavior, or between you and yourself to God behavior, which is, has to do with discipline and commitment. This is, this is the thing. This is the thing that, uh, that, uh, that we can do before Rosh Hashanah. So yeah, we understand that Adam and Eve were already include negativity within them in the first day of creation. And that's when they give birth. What is giving birth? There is something that comes from you and out. So what comes from you and out is to include the negativity you didn't overcome. So if let's say you have a certain addiction you didn't overcome, unfortunately you pass it on to your kids, then your kids have to fix it. The same thing with your parents. If you have a certain anger issue you didn't overcome, you pass it on to your kids. So those things have to be corrected. When is the chance to correct it? Between Rosh Chodesh Elul is the beginning. You have 30 days before Rosh Hashanah to fix it and fix it and fix it. And then Rosh Hashanah is the most important time to fix everything. And Yom Kippur. So between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, you can fix your entire self and whatever came out of you. Now you understand how important it is to be with your Rebbe, with your Rabbi, with your teacher for those 10 days. Just to be around your teacher, serving him cake or tea or coffee, study Torah with him, you know, and all this and that, to take it very seriously. It's a very, very important thing that you can do. For the women who want to join Debbie, Debbie's doing an international class to all, all countries together. Uh, 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 that you can be part of it. Just text me or text Debbie and you can be part of it for the women class and then you can learn a lot of things that can be make you ready for Shana. And remember from, from the women point of view, what is the mission here for you? What is the mission of the woman? After all, the, the Messiah always have been woman till the last Messiah. The last Messiah will be a man. But until then, the Messiah was Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, Leah. All of that time you see women saving Am Israel. The last Messiah will be a man. This is how it's, the prophecy go. So what is the woman's job till Messiah will come? Is to find men 
okay, especially Jewish men, especially men from Israel, and help them to be closer to the Creator and closer to the human being and act with love the neighbor as thyself. That's the woman mission in this life. And you have to find more men who are far away from spirituality. Especially that you get them ready for Rosh Hashanah. If you're between Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. Remember, this is the period that whatever men you meet, you have to think one time, one thing. Put a date of when Rosh Hashanah is coming and say to yourself, I have to make that man, three men, four men, to come to the prayer of Rosh Hashanah, pray to the Creator, pray on Yom Kippur, do the whole thing. Through that prayer, through the blowing of the Shofar, that man can be included as part of the Messiah. Bezrat Hashem. So, hopefully we will be able, uh, hopefully Debbie will remind me, to be able, like every day now, to speak about Rosh Hashanah in different Kavanot, so we can cover in this 10-15 minutes, every day, uh, bleed header, something about Rosh Hashanah. Uh, I want to wish you also Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Pinchas, uh, very important Shabbat, because the whole holiday included in this Shabbat, and we also know Pinchas uh, created transformation, it changed. Uh, also to those of you who didn't hear yet, all my lecture of Rabbi Isaac Luria on Vital, go on Vital, go to Advance, and in the Advance lecture there is about Rabbi Isaac Luria lectures there. Try to listen to them, even if you don't fully understand them. All the best.